Nope. You're today's the one doing something, not me. Yeah, today's the day that I review two movies. Fantastic. Yeah. Your head swivel is going to make great content for the audio version of this. That's <laughs> not my problem. Well, I say the audio version will be like this first bit. And then at some point, it's like for just the video kind of stuff, will be just later, I guess. There'll be no point. Yes, having, like, the, the end of the video will not be. Uh, We'll not be there Basically, for the audio. So if you're if you're listening to this, uh I'm not uh, I, I I do something which you will not listen to. Yeah, there's no point listening to it because it makes no sense to listen yeah. to it. So yeah. But if you want to watch it, um go on YouTube in like, I don't know, March probably next year, then it'll be there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Liam no, about uh, five hours of content to go through nah, first. Nah, I've started doing I've started doing that. Oh god. I reckon I reckon August time. It's <laughs> pain. It's pain to watch this again. Oh that, I've oh, that's lived pain. it once. That's pain, yeah. That's pain. Me and my big mouth. Anyway, yeah, um well. down below. If you're on the if you are watching this on YouTube, check it out. Down below. Yeah. yeah. Yes. But if it's the audio version, then uh you know, Twitter. TikTok, you know, you, Twitter, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, check them all out. Mm-hmm. We've said it before on main episodes. Check out our last main episode, which was a Would You Rather. Uh, it was good fun. So three, yep, part three. Um, yeah, good fun where we ask each other weird Would You Rather questions. Um, the answer is always the questionable Bible. Always, indeed. Yeah, indeed. Uh, and if you're watching this on the YouTube version, check out our giant tournament that we did in two parts. <laughs> <sighs> uh, so anyway, that's rude. But okay. What? What? <laughs> no, Sorry. I'm gonna make a point. I'm gonna make a point. I'm gonna make sure this is edited and out before I put the other one out, just to make a point. <laughs> just to make a point. <laughs> anyway, uh, I went and saw two movies. Barbenheimer. Yep. Uh, there's yeah, not Oppenheimer. Often, sounds Barbie. like a uh, sounds like a Nazi soldier. Not often Barbie. No. Often Barbie. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, I can spoil them both, but do you do you want me to do a spoiler review? Don't spoil them because one, I want to see Oppen. Well, to be fair, Oppenheimer's kind of spoiled anyway. Because um, you know, <laughs> yeah. Kaboom. It's a story. Um, yeah. <laughs> but don't spoil Barbie purely because I don't know if I am going to see it tomorrow or not. I mean, I say, don't tell me what happens, but yeah, yeah. I, I, can, like, I can review them. To be fair, spoiler. I don't, I don't fucking care. Honestly, I don't fucking care. <laughs> I don't want to go and see it. 
this is more of a I'm going to see it so I've got one in the back pocket. You know what I mean? I've got a film <laughs> I've seen mate, I don't want to mate, see. I will so, see. You, if, if you are getting something on, like, if you're getting, like, good for this kind of thing, like, you've got a favour kind of thing or something to work out, it works out for you because, like, Barbie's actually pretty decent. I'll get to it. But we'll start is, with Barbie. Why don't you start with is, Barbie? No, I want to ask you one question first. Is the song in it? No, the song's not Bar in it. Barbie Girl, I told you this before. the original... The original Barbie Girl song is not in it. No, there's a no. remix in the in the credits. Oh, okay. yeah, Megan the Star. Um, no, no, um, Nicki Minaj, Nicki Minaj and Ice Spice. That's who it is. Yes. Oh, okay. Um, I should start with the order that I saw them, which is obviously I saw Oppenheimer first, and then I saw Barbie later. Because why would you go and see Oppenheimer after Barbie? Because he's going to exactly. be rock hard. I mean, what? <laughs> Yeah, what? Exactly. <laughs> I was rock hard after Oppenheimer. There was more sex in Oppenheimer than there was in Barbie. Trust me, <laughs> there was legitimately. Um, Killian, so. uh, Killian Murphy's penis, apparently. Yeah, you didn't see Killian Murphy. Yeah, you didn't see Killian <laughs> yeah. Murphy's penis, uh, but you did see his penis um, in it. Too big. So. Had to be CGI'd out. Yeah, apparently so. Um, I could probably see the scene that it did happen in. But anyway, Oppenheimer. Um, not gonna lie, but it's, it's obviously it's Christopher Nolan. If you know the, sto the story of, like, it's like going to be a historical biopic, um, you know it's not going to be, like, action-packed with gunfights and stuff like that. Oh. It's more just, like, the story of a man who is a like, physicist working on a certain theory, um, which then... Like the, uh, like the imitation game. With, yeah. Is it the imitation? Kind of, yeah. Like that, where it's, it's during the war, way, yeah. but it's not pew-pew-pew-pew-pew-pew. Mm. It's autistic yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, but Oppenheimer was during like... the war. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, no, he, no, well, he definitely was. But yeah, no, carry on. Yeah, um, it's got a great cast. Obviously, Killian Murphy kills it in the, the role he plays. Of um, course. Yeah, um, Florence Pugh plays um, his like love interest. She gets naked a couple of times. She's my love interest. Um, Emily Blunt plays his wife, who is really good uh, as well in it. Um, she, yeah, she's good. Like, she, she she's a fantastic actress. Um, Oppenheimer, as I said, it's got Robert Downey Jr. in it as well, um, who's um, playing uh, Stross. Um, he's playing as, like, uh, Tony Stark. Yeah, <laughs> Stross is like the head of kind of like a Stark basically just like a head science. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, Stark Industries indeed. He's the head yeah, of Stark no, Industries. Like, it's like kind of like a science program kind of thing. Of course, um, he is. Yeah, Albert Einstein's alive at this time as well, and we see him quite early on in the movie. Um, so he is, yeah. Yeah, Einstein and Oppenheimer are friendly with each other. Um, and basically, the whole kind of movie is set... It kind of jumps from the timelines quite a bit, which was, you know, people can find a bit off-putting because obviously you're just like, what the fuck am I watching now? What point Very Tarantino, then. Was it... Kind of. Like one part and then skip forward a bit and then go back and then skip forward a bit? It, nah. No, because like throughout the whole movie, we are seeing two trials. One, a trial of Oppenheimer, where the trial is about whether his uh, security clearance will be renewed. And the other trial is this Stross guy who is um, Robert Downey Jr.'s character, who's having a trial basically just um, seeing what kind of shady activities he was doing at a certain time. But he's not going to, he's not being prosecuted with anything kind of thing. It's oh, just okay. a kind of like seeing what he's an investigation. Yes, yeah, so it disclose what if, what he's been doing at a certain point. So, um, so yeah, it is the yeah. it is the A bomb, isn't it? It's about it is the yes. A bomb. Yeah, yeah it, it is, is the, the A bomb. A yeah, no, no I thought I'd just bomb. just clarify. It is about the A bomb. Cool. So yeah, and basically, what um, the issue is is that Oppenheimer 
um, who himself is Jewish um, and is uh, working really hard in the scientific field and travelled a lot around Europe at a time when um, anti-Semitism was on the rise. Obviously, a lot of uh, fascism around, not in the communities that he is engaged in, but like the doesn't mean it ain't there and it's not around. Indeed. And he does a lot of um, traveling around to meet like great physicists who are working in Europe at the time. He goes back to America because he wants to be the head of um, one of the big university kind of um, theoretical divisions. Basically, I think think it's um, one of the ones in California. He's the head of a new division, which is just based on theoretical physics. Um, Josh Hartnett is in it, who was in uh, Black Mirror and Pearl Harbor. He's is Sheldon well. Cooper in it? No. Um, oh, damn it. Yeah. And basically, they, they kind of form a, like a little kind of friendship while at the same time, um, the big problem that uh, people have with Oppenheimer is that he basically he associates with communists. Um, while he himself is not is not a member of the Communist Party, he associates with people that do, are part of the Communist Party. Oh. And as his research is getting more, like, as we... Like at the point where they split the atom and his research starts to look into like how like you can create a huge weapon from this, the military get in contact with him and want him to head th- this division where they create the atomic bomb, test it, and obviously for the purposes of using it as a weapon at first on Nazi Germany. Um, Oppenheimer is um, for the idea, obviously, because he wants to see if it can be done, basically, that you could create an atomic weapon, um, while at the same time, He's very obviously against what's going on in Nazi Germany yeah. and feels that and hears that the German physicists are already ahead on creating such a weapon. And he feels that if that kind of weapon in German hands is obviously going to be the end of the world and feels that if they do it first, then, you know, they can yeah. deter that from happening. He's like um, scientific breakthrough. Yeah. Fuck up the Nazis at the same time. Count exactly. me in. Exactly, and that's why he's kind of into it. But the government, I don't trust him because obviously he, his brother is a communist. He has associated with communist friends, yeah, communist friends and stuff like that. You can see the ball, yeah. And they are very tight on the security of like who he uses for his testing and stuff like that. They can't leave this large piece of the desert called Los Alamos out there. And that the that the community they build in the desert. Indeed, yes. They built basically a whole village in the desert for the scientists and their families. Um, and yeah, the, um, they're very tight on the security about communism because they don't want any leaks going to the Soviets knowing who are allies at this time. But they don't, obviously, they know that by the end of the war, they, they don't want them having knowledge of the huge big boom that they've got. Yeah, um, well, you don't, it's like, it's, it's literally like showing your hand, isn't it? Showing your hand. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, after and, the war, they're like, well, you've got this power. Yeah. What are you saying? Give me the power. Yeah. So um, I'm not spoiling anything when I say that, obviously, they create the atomic bomb and they test it's it. Fucking obvious, um, the moment, oh, the, moment hey. the, the whole <laughs> scene of them testing the atomic bomb is fucking incredible. Like, how, 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 because I've heard that the sound and the visual of that bomb exploding has been, well, the sound apparently apparently has been heard from other screens of the yeah, bomb going off. I don't believe that. Apparently. I don't believe that. But I don't know if it's a spoiler or not, but 
if it is then you know i'll skip forward a couple of minutes or whatever but um, basically the point where they the bomb hits what you everything for the next couple like two three minutes silence because all it is is visual all you see is the light all you see is the flames all you see is kitty and murphy watching it and all the other people reacting it it's all just complete silence the whole time you're just there going yep yeah the boom's coming just like the sound of the boom's coming the sound of the boom's coming and i'm not lying to you at the point where you actually think oh okay maybe they're not going to do the boom then the boom hits exactly and it is pretty damn incredible. That, that Chris, no, Chris Nolan is a, a fucking genius, man. And like geezer don't make a bad film. The music in the movie I thought was Hans Zimmer, but it's not. It's um, another Scandinavian uh, man, which I didn't uh, look up the name for. But yeah, he Hans is Zimmer, very mate, that would be next level. That would be. He is very Zimmer esque. Is all Zimmery. I It's very <laughs> yeah. Zimmery. He's very Zimmer esque. Yes. Um, so yeah, um, they obviously test the bomb. Um, the point there's like a couple of great scenes where they show like the government pretty much just going like as soon as the like the bombs tested like Oppenheimer's pretty much just shut out they pretty much take the bomb and just go yep we'll take it from here guy and then just like they fuck off and they don't tell him anything about what they're doing in the future at this point where they tested the bomb I should clarify the Germans had already surrendered so it was so at that point kind of thing people were like well why are we dropping the bomb then because Nazi Germany's already surrendered need to know if it works. Uh, they said like Oppenheimer said pretty much it's just like he wants to do it on Japan if they're still like not surrendering. Well, at first, what he wanted to do was to just show them the test of them using the bomb and just basically saying, giving them the warning that if you carry on, we're going to drop one of these on you, kind of thing. But the government were pretty much just like, now we're going to drop, we're going to drop two on Japan. One to show them that we got it, and two to show them that we won't stop. That's fucking. That's ruthless. Yeah. That is ruthless. Like we're gonna, yeah. we're gonna, we're gonna hit you. We're gonna hit you with an A bomb. Yeah. I'm assuming it's Hiroshima. That's the two. Hiroshima and and Nagasaki. Yeah. 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 Just saying. Um, that's the, that's brutal. The movie doesn't end obviously after the atomic bomb has hit Japan and kind of thing. There is um, a lot of the movie after that is kind of dealing with that kind of moral kind of problem that Oppenheimer is obviously facing. The fact that he. What he has done has developed to cost millions of lives. His was more of a deterrent. It was more of a deterrent after the Germans had su- surrendered. It become more of a deterrent. It's more of a we'll test it, and if you don't want to surrender, this is what's gonna happen. Yeah, he was, but instead the, the government the were like, he, he was prom- he was promised at the beginning to test it on Nazi Germany, weren't he? Yeah, but that's yeah. different and because Nazi. Japan. Yeah, but Nazi Germany were being scumbags to the world, so they yeah, deserve I mean. they deserve he to was, pretty much die. But and they were told. also and they were also developing the atomic bomb themselves. But they yeah. so they were a, they were then they on their way. Turn. Yeah, they took a wrong so, turn basically, is what we find out. But anyway, and his he, is more um, like I'll just say his is that there's that um yeah that moral dilemma of yeah. he's just how many how many thousands of people died? Oh, like hundreds of thousands, hundreds of thousands. So he's now, as so I'm assuming, you're now seeing the fallout of that the weight of those deaths i'm assuming are then on his shoulders obviously you d- you don't see obviously like the bomb hit japan at any point or you don't see all you do is you hear yeah about no that would, be, uh, that would be dis- see, that would be very distasteful that would be yeah. you see you see oppenheimer's kind of like view and like um kind of i want to say fantasies but it's more almost like it's kind of just like nightmares and daydreams <laughs> that he's having like at the time of where he's doing stuff he gives a speech to a gymnasium which is pretty 
damn like kind of harrowing. Um, I'm not gonna lie, the movie um, isn't a barrel of laughs. They have got moments of levity in it, kind of thing, but over the whole, it's quite heavy. Well, it's a it's a serious it's a serious film. It ain't it ain't it like is. you're gonna go. It literally the thing is it is literally the polar opposite to what the Barbie film looks like it's about. Exactly, because it's, it's exactly. like it's literally is the light and dark. They lit- I know people have made a meme out of it and it's become a thing. And to be fair, it's taken a life, it's taken like a life of its own and ran with it. But yeah. that sort of film, kind of like the imitation game, yeah. it's a serious thing that happened. It was a pivotal point in war history. Mm-hmm. And it was up and down. It had a couple of funny-ish moments where he would say something that's funny but not funny. And someone would make a remark that was funny and it'd be up and down. But yeah. the peak well, wouldn't be very high. It'd be like a little <laughs> back down. Da, 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 da. <laughs> there's, um, there's a moment where one of the scientists called Teller, um, who's kind of like being kind of like against, not against, but he's kind of been challenging a lot of Oppenheimer's ideas throughout the whole time. He eventually goes on to create his own uh, bomb called the hydrogen bomb um, later on in life. But um, at this point, he's um, challenging a lot of what Oppenheimer is saying and stuff. And one of the calculations he makes is that the whole, basically, the whole idea of splitting the atom is that it then produces like a chain reaction if you put it through loads of other atoms and kind of things like that. So what Teller kind of thought was that if you do the equations, it could actually ignite the atmosphere, which then could obviously make you know the world explode. The whole world explode exactly. So you know he shows these calculations to someone and so so and I'm just like no no this can't be true can it it can't be true no and then like it gets to Oppenheimer and he's just like no that like that can't happen so they show it to Einstein who himself just goes well I was never good at math so you know it could <laughs> it could happen it could not happen um they give it to someone who is a like an expert and they said that it was near zero that it would happen so it's just like, it's not zero potential, but near zero. And it's the whole kind of thing. You're just like, okay, we're going to carry on doing it. And then later on, Matt Damon, who plays the big general kind of thing, is sat with Oppenheimer kind of thing about it. And during the course of like them doing the testing, there's like a guy doing like bets on like what they think is going to happen and stuff. And he goes, oh, I've got, a, and one of them's just like, oh, I've got an outside bet of um, atmosphere, like um, ignition by kind of thing. And they all laugh. And then Matt Damon asked him, just like, what's he talking about with that, with, with the atmosphere ignition? And he's just like, Oppenheimer's just like, oh, you can call it gallows humor, I guess, kind of thing. He's just like, what do you mean? He goes, well, there's one calculation that says that if we cut off the bomb, then it could destroy the, it could ignite the atmosphere and destroy the world, kind of thing. And then that Matt Damon's just like, well, what are the odds on that? And he just went, near zero. And then he's just like, near zero. <laughs> you're just like, yeah. Near zero. <laughs> just like, There's never an absolute in science yeah. like that shit. Yeah, exactly. An he goes, and, and, and that's what and Killian Murphy says. He's just like, they, they, "Welcome to the what? This is what the world. Welcome to the world of theory, kind of thing." You know? Is yeah. he just goes, "I'd prefer zero. <laughs> I do. But I yeah, do. Re- I mean, I wanted, in, when I heard about this, I really well. wanted to. See, when I heard they were bringing it out, yeah. and I saw the when I saw, I saw the trailer when I went to see Guardians of the Galaxy, and oh my god, the trailer alone looked amazing. Yeah, it is. It is really good. I say I'm not going to spoil anything that happened later on, or with the trials and the outcomes and stuff. Um, but yeah, it's got stars. Like, you could, to be fair, if you want to find out what it is, you could Google it because it happened. Yeah, yeah, oh. of course. But like, it, it, I, I didn't Google it, and I was. Oh, like, I'm not going to either. Surprised. I was yeah. pleasantly surprised by like stuff that happened in it. But yeah, Killian Murphy's in it. Obviously, obviously his main character in it. I said Frost and um, Emily Blunt, Robbie Downey Jr. is in it as Stross, Matt Damon is in it as the general. Um, who else? Uh, Rami Malik is in it. 
as just like a, just a random scientist kind of guy. So it's quite quite a small role for someone that won a fucking Oscar for being Freddie Mercury. So that's pretty damn impressive. Also played a Bond villain. Yeah. yeah. Um, who else? Uh, Kenneth Branagh is in it as one well as a renowned scientist. Um, yeah, there's it's a star-studded cast. Casey Affleck turns up at some point as a colonel. Um, and yeah, like it's uh, it is really good. Um, it's long, obviously. It's like uh, two two and a half three hours. Um, but yeah, it it is uh, it is worth a watch if you are into that kind of thing. If you're into like well, some war history, some stuff, war history. Yeah, it's a very good war movie. I would say it's pretty pretty damn good. Yeah, it's not an action movie. It's a war movie. There's a difference. Yeah. There's a distinct yeah. difference. Indeed. So, as opposed to Barbie. As opposed to Barbie. Mm-hmm. I knew. From the first minute of watching Barbie, that I was going to love it because the movie showed in the first minute they had the sense of humor that we enjoy. So, Barbie is not a kids' movie. You can take kids to go see it, and I would recommend taking girls. Well, I'd say girls, you take boys, but it's more of like a message. 2023 now. Take. Yes, yeah, okay. Take anyone that identifies as being female <laughs> to this movie. Is that better? Almost there. No, just go and see it. Everyone can see it. Everyone it's can see everybody. it, yeah. I'm saying this for everyone, but I'm saying... Underage message... people should not see it. I'm saying that the mess- that the movie is not a kid's movie, It but it has some very adult messages in it. But they are very serious adult messages that you can give to kids, sell to kids that are of a certain age. It's a palatable way of getting that across to all ages. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean, don't get me wrong. Age, are... So exactly, it's can't twelve can't age. It anyway. But but I, there were kids in the theatre that I was. in. Kids can go and see it as long as you're families. with an adult. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, there was a heavy female presence in the cinema as well. I must say. Before you uh, before I, you I, get I into before you get into it, did you see that fight that broke out in one of the cinemas? No. Some woman took her kid, took her, uh, took like her granddaughter to see it, and um, she let her granddaughter watch YouTube videos out loud during the film. So when the film ended, the woman went up to him and just sparked her. <laughs> Great. Anyway, okay. So oh, no, I don't know. I thought I thought that's funny. It's funny. Aha. <laughs> Clump. Good times. Yeah. What's up? What's video yeah, recording that ready for pirate DVDs? Oh, well, just coca melon in the back. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, uh, there are like you can, as I said, you can take kids to the to the movie, um, and you know it, it has got a message that I think more kind of like aims towards uh, young girls, which I think is very important. Um, but the main thing about the movie is that guys, you can you can see it and really enjoy it because it is funny. It is a funny movie. Um, the whole idea of it is that obviously you've seen the Barbie world that there is. There is. They explain in the beginning, narrated by Haddon Mirren, um, that there's a Barbie world and then there's a real world. And it is possible to get between them both. Um, there's, a, <laughs> there's a great scene where it is implied that Mattel, the oh, the people who created Barbie um, and make Barbie dolls, created Barbie worlds where all the Barbies live, basically. 
And when one of the characters questions like how this world works, those like, how's this world work? Is it like a fantasy world or is it like augmented reality? And one of the people on the board just goes, yes. <laughs> exactly. I used that joke our today, you, literally about an sense, hour ago. Literally about an hour ago, I made that joke. Our, our sense of humor. I'm telling you that it's got some really funny moments in it. Is, also, that, um, is that Will Ferrell? Is he the guy who's in charge of Mattel? Will Ferrell is, plays the CEO of Mattel, yes. Okay. He is, he is throughout the movie and he is always followed by his board of directors, men, all of them men as well, of course. which is hilarious because obviously all the men could be in the CEO positions and all that, all the head stuff. So of yeah, that, that, is, that is hilarious. Um, also, something which blew my mind, um, I knew that Maeve from Sex Education was in this movie because she, because Margot Robbie mentioned in an interview that she always gets mistaken for the girl. Oh, yeah, she looks nuts like education. her. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so she, so as a the kind of thing, but Margot Robbie said to, uh, I can't remember her name, who plays Maeve from Sex Education, but basically, like, you get a, like, a major part in the movie um, as one of the Barbies. Um, so she's in it, but not only is she in it, Eric from Sex Education is in it as well as a Ken. And Adam from Sex Education is in it as well as one of the Mattel workers. So it's like a massive Sex Education reunion the whole time. What's it called in there as well? The guy that played Shang-Chi. He plays a Ken. Yeah, he plays a Ken. And John also... Um, John Cena plays John, a Ken. John Cena doesn't play a Ken. Plays a Barbie, he, Mitch. Not Ken. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. He's a Barbie. <laughs> if you want me to spoil the John Cena cameo, I will. Well, no, on I didn't IMDb, even know. There was a John said, Cena cameo. I know. I know. He just spoiled oh, it. What the fuck? I was going to say anything about John Cena. It's on IMDb I didn't know. that he's on, isn't it? I, I haven't don't, looked. Don't, don't, don't go on IMDb. That's where it spoils stuff. So anyway, John Cena's in this movie. Yeah, go cheers. Yeah, I never <laughs> guessed. Yeah. <laughs> he makes a brief cameo. <clears throat> um Ryan Gosling and Margot Robbie, I've left them to the last, are fantastic as Barbie and Ken. Particularly Ryan Gosling as Ken. Ryan Gosling steals this movie. It's not the Barbie movie, it's the Ken movie by like the second half in. Ryan Gosling is so good as Ken, it is ridiculous. He had Every line that he said was making the cinema just burst out laughing because he is so funny. It's great to see Ryan Gosling doing comedy again after doing Crazy Stupid Love because like, he's just so. The, I don't even remember the last film that Ryan Gosling did that I've watched. Honestly, it's I been don't. a while. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's probably been a while since he, he made did La La. I've not seen La La Land. That's the last one I, I remember seen. him being in. I haven't seen La La Land. But I said I haven't seen La La Land because I have a penis. But, I, yeah. I saw, I saw him, I saw him in Crazy Stupid Love, as I said, the last comedy kind of movie that he made, and yeah, it's great to see him doing comedy again. He is so good. Um, like, they don't spend a lot of time in the Barbie worlds in the beginning, kind of thing. Hmm. Like you know how, like they'll go to the Barbie world and then they'll be in the real world for like the majority of the movie. Yeah, it doesn't happen. It's like more. They're in the Barbie worlds. They're in the real world. They go back to the Barbie worlds, and yeah, it's uh, it's kind of like like that. Chaos ensues. Yeah, there's not so much as the fish out of water kind of element of it. It's more just making a kind of comment on um, basically just like like, like women's roles in like society, pretty much. Um, it's yeah, it's uh, it's but the Mattel make a lot give a lot of interesting kind of like freedom to barbie where they kind of like allow 
the kind of like history of Barbie to be seen, like the, the criticisms of Barbie, sorry, to be like shown on the film kind of thing about how Barbie like represent made women girls feel bad about themselves or having like an unrealistic body image Mm. and how like it kind of promotes capitalism and encourages people to consume and stuff um all that is brought up in the movie um so like as as i said like it's uh it's interesting choice that mattel let that happen let mattel even briefly let themselves kind of be seen as the bad guys for a bit um uh but yeah the uh the whole movie as a whole, without spoiling anything, like it's pretty, it's pretty damn crazy. There are some, uh, there's some great cameos throughout the whole thing. Uh, Milo Robbie is fantastic as Barbie. Um, there's great little, uh, little notes like throughout the whole thing about how Margot Robbie is playing Barbie. Um, that's pretty good. So yeah, as I said, go see Barbie. Seriously, it is good. If you're a guy, you will enjoy watching Barbie. I was, I would say that. If you want to use it as a kind of just like bargaining chip so you can get something extra, then go go for it. But you'll probably still enjoy yourself. Mm, you have to hide that. your laughter. You have to hide you have to hide the fact that you're enjoying yourself though. It's, like, it's not even funny. The movie includes the movie includes a fake Barbie commercial in the middle, which is which is fucking brilliant. And uh and yeah, just like little self aware kind of jokes throughout. So it is, it is a clip. I've heard it's very self. I've heard, I've heard it's very self-aware. Mm-hmm. Not as dark as I was hoping. I have to say, that's the problem. <laughs> my one criticism. Dark. I wanted it to be a bit darker. Yeah. Doom and gloom. That's the Tim yeah. Burton version. Yeah. Maybe. The Nightmare Before Barbie. Tim Barbie. <laughs> Johnny Depp plays Ken. <laughs> Tim Barbie. Now that's a Ken. Hell plays him like Jack. Plays him like Jack, Spir- Jack Sparrow. Yes, Helen and Bottom Carter plays Barbie. Okay. And that's it for Day's Film Reviews. That's it for Day's Film Reviews. That's it. Now it's the next go time. It's about damn time. So let's send them audio listeners. Send them send off. Go. Leave. Bye bye. Players. Audi. Keep on talking. All that. Ta-da. Thanks for listening, guys. You can find all previous title chats on all podcasting platforms. You can also find all our main episodes on all podcasting platforms. Thank you and peace.